Welcome to the 196th episode of the Cracked Die Podcast. Hot damn. Getting up there. Hooray. <laughs> Yay. We're not gonna die. <laughs> We've said it before, but this time I am genuinely scared yeah. that this might be the last yeah. episode with these characters. It's nice knowing you guys. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> we tried our best, guys. So I'm in a weird spot with this. Like, I totally want to be like a TPK killing GM, but I also don't want to commission new art. Yeah. <laughs> I do love all of our art. It's so good. Thank you to all of our artists. I'm sure you can find them linked on our website. Don't worry. My next character, Spoon Mace, is also a goblin, so it'll work out fine. <laughs> Spoon Mace? Yes. Spoon Mace? Yes. <laughs> palette swap them or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, Saria totally has siblings. One of them could just be, you know, coming to look for her. <laughs> It's a twin. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, exactly. This is my twin sister I never once mentioned. We had a falling out about, you know, 2,000 years ago, but... Somehow Ooh escapes and is like, there's twins! <laughs> I've taken all the time I need to get over your sister, but I do think I would like her too. We talked about this a long time ago, and we said that Ooh has a twin sister named Goo, who is even raunchier. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah. my, God. That's right. Just, oh yes. my God. Yeah. I want Ooh to have a third sibling that is just so prim and proper. <laughs> yes, her name is Shu. Or Prue. Just Prue. <laughs> of course. Or Prue. Yeah, that's that's true. <laughs> nice. Oh, uh, does that mean someone's gonna make Paul Hollywood and just talk about their soggy bottoms all the time? <laughs> oh god. <laughs> I have two of his books right next to me. <laughs> Do you really? Yep. <laughs> Does it talk about soggy bottoms right there? I believe it does in the pastry section. Makes sense. Are his piercing blue eyes just staring through to your soul? Oh, here. Give, give me a second and you can share. I love how Rob is about to do a visual gag on our audio show. Also, just to be clear, Paul Hollywood does not sponsor this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> no, if you wanted to, Paul, that'd be fucking awesome. But I somehow doubt it's in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. No, his eyes are piercing my soul right now. <laughs> Goodness, soggy bottoms. What little I have left, it's just like right in there. Sploosh. <laughs> Sploosh. Hello, Sean. We must talk about your soggy bottoms. <laughs> I do love how like every contestant in Bake Off, whenever they meet him for the first time, is always just like, ah, I don't know. I, I froze. I just right. <laughs> it's like a predator. <laughs> like a predator. <laughs> I wonder why. Right? It's like meeting. I feel, I feel like if I ever did encounter Paul Hollywood, especially in that setting, it would be like, yep, yeah, it's like hearing a tiger growl. You're just like, ah. <laughs> Near me, I have the, the B. Dylan Hollis cookbook, which if you haven't seen his stuff online on like TikTok or Reels, I think they're called on Facebook, look his stuff up. Who is this? B. Dylan Hollis. He does all the old timey recipes and like he a lot of the time does legitimate reviews of them while being incredibly comedic and hilarious about it. And it's amazing. Wait, wait, give me three minutes. Be right back. I have a feeling like I, I know you have that book, too, I think. Rob is just going to like show up naked in front of us, <laughs> I, I feel. I don't like that. Or he's just going to like ring our front doorbell somehow. <laughs> like, I'm here. Somehow Rob's just going to teleport to where we are now. <laughs> oh, here it comes. <laughs> I do not consent to nudity. I just want that to be known. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, everyone put their clothes back on. Matt, you've been suspiciously quiet. That's true. I have nothing to offer this conversation. <laughs> Okay. But you like Dylan B. Hollis? I do like Dylan B. Hollis, yeah. We often see him on the YouTube shorts. You know who I really enjoyed is the lady who does pasta grannies. Do you guys know about this one? Oh, she, this is lady who's from England and she travels all over the Italian countryside gathering old lady 
pasta recipes. <gasps> that's amazing. Well, that's fun. Yeah, it's really sweet. And she's just archiving different pasta recipes, how to make pasta, which is generally the same across Italy. But what they use to make them, like the different rolling pins or how they set them out in the sun or how they use to dry them or water and stuff like that. Like, it's all kinds of stuff. It's really neat. Yes, that is the cookbook. That is a face. Yep. That is a face. I highly recommend. So Rob has just returned. So those of you who can't see what's happening, Rob has returned to his seat and has shown us his B. Dylan Hollis cookbook as well. <laughs> B. Dylan Hollis looks like somebody out of like the 1930s, like one of those caricatures from the 1930s. <laughs> <laughs> Do you kind of expect him to talk with a transatlantic accent? Yes, very much so. Yeah. I mean, he kind of has that going for him. It's funny because he's a trained jazz musician of memory serves. He's a jazz pianist and kind of got into to the baking thing on TikTok for, for funsies. He also is really into cars. All right, we've been avoiding this long enough. It's time. <laughs> I know, I know. I don't wanna. We've talked about all of our favorite comedians that we see randomly who we would love to have a sponsor or bakers who we love and would like to have a sponsor us. Chef John, sponsor me. <laughs> After last time, you spoke with the old king in Sagarak proper, and he gave you a lot of information and then told you there's one of two things you should do to not have to deal with so many enemies later on. And one choice was to go find a disguise so you kind of looked like the starved or come to this cave and deal with the leadership of, or not the leadership, but like some of the starved that would help, you know, scare them away. So you all opted for the harder of the two options and went to the cave. Wee! Cool. When you got to the cave, you were walking along some old abandoned mine tracks and three golems jumped out and started to attack you. And as you fought, you made some noise. And then a, as Christine is calling it, a giant Home Depot sized skeleton, which is actually <laughs> small compared to this thing. The 12 foot Home Depot skeleton, get it right. Yes, the 12 foot tall Home Depot skeleton. This huge skeleton decided to help out with the attack and you guys have started to deal with that. And then a small, small, a medium sized creature decided to also join in the fight that has very loose skin and red beady eyes and just very emaciated looking has also come to join the party. General nastiness. We are in round number four. And it is the giant Skelly Boy's turn. Oh boy. Yay. Yay! <laughs> so we are going to have them just be wonderful creatures that they are. And I need to measure something real quick. I love that he has to measure what is probably an aura or a reach attack. This is this is great. This is fine. No, auras are pretty easy nowadays. I have things on there that will let me put them on so that only I can see them. Even better. Yeah. So I have all of the auras for all of the creatures currently up and visual. This is a cone. It is a cone. But it's starting outside of his body. Yeah, I'm still not going to do it, though, because it's gross. All right. So first attack is going to be against Ooh. Typical. First action is going to be moving forward. Then it's going to take a bite at 
Ooh. I jump out of the way. Well, we'll see. That is a two on the die for a total of 29. Yes. <laughs> she does jump out of the way then. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm going to spend one action to hide. No. How? I mean, valid but annoying course of action. Behind what? All right. We're just going to swing a claw at Ooh as well. Actually, now that I'm in range, I'm going to roll a D2. One will be Ooh. Two will be Soraya. It is a one. It is going towards Ooh. Yeah. That is a five on the die for a 28. Oh, miss. That's its turn. Hell yeah. Here's a question, though. Does he take any penalties from his uh, buddy's stank aura? Or is it that he just doesn't have a nose? That is a very good question. And I need to look at two things. I will let you know. Okay. Well, thank you. But it is Brianna's turn. It is Brianna's turn. And I feel like she's been holding the line here so that the second golem doesn't come lumbering through his buddy. So I think as much as she's better suited to be fighting the possibly undead things down there, she's going to continue working on, on this guy. Unless if you guys think otherwise, then I will happily take it under consideration. Because I trust you guys. You guys are my party members. Oh, I think uh, the one to our south is near death. Eliminating, you know, taking guys off the board is good. Yep. Just one at a time. Mokey hokey. Let's chip, chip, chip away. And to answer your question, Haya, they are immune to the status it provides. Okay, so he doesn't have a nose. Got it. He does not have a nose. <laughs> Can't smell that stank. Fair enough. So Brianna is going to definitely keep an eyeball out for the two that are to her left, but she will turn to the golem and strike with her scimitar. Here we go. Also, don't forget, you are slowed, so you only get two actions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, I rolled a natural one. No. So uh, I believe at the start of our sessions, I get one hero point, correct? That is correct. So you only have one. Twin Talon also only has one. Knife Sword also only has one, finally. <laughs> you never get it. Ooh also has one. And Soraya has one. So everyone has one. All right, guys, strategy. If we play really slowly, <laughs> if we all just sit here and take our time. One round per episode. We'll always yeah. have a backup roll if we need it. Wait, where's our listenership going? No. <laughs> oh, come back. Much like the hero points, now we only have one listener. Thanks, oh. Thanks Mom. Just kidding. I found out my mom doesn't listen, guys. I'm heartbroken. Anyway, it's fine. Thanks, Yolanda. It's okay. <laughs> so I'm going to give you my hero points because I don't think I can afford uh, critical misses at this point in time. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to do it again. Isn't that hero point? Here we go. Nom, nom, nom. No pressure. Other side of the dice. Come on. Are you kidding me? <laughs> no. Oh. Well, then, I guess I am drawing the Christmas card because I rolled another natural one. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. Happy Christmas? <laughs> no. So this one's called On the Receiving End. You deal damage to yourself instead of the target. So the only thing I can think of is that this, as she was swinging, this thing kind of like deflected it so hard that it like spun out of her hand and like embedded itself her sort of embedded itself in her shoulder or something so let's do some 
damage. Well, you're not going to take the, the positive or the, or the good one of those. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> it's only 16. Yeah, you're only taking 16 points. Could be a lot worse. All right. Well, there you go. Haha. <laughs> and then uh, for my final action, I will raise my shield in shame. <laughs> Okay, now you're also, you have untyped damage currently, so you're going to take some of that. Untyped persistent damage. You're going to take six points of damage. Go ahead and roll your recovery check, please. Please let this not be another one. Let's go. Come on. Oh, come on. It was a four. (laughs) And then you ended your turn. I need you to make a... Fortitude save. Well, if uh, tonight's track record is any indication. (laughs) What's that? Another four? Yep. So 30. So you got a one, a one, a four, and a four out of four rolls. Okay, you done took all our bad rolls, so we're not going to have any more bad rolls for the rest of the night. Thank you, Haya, for taking the hit for us. <laughs> Someone do the math for me on what the odds are on that, because I'm, I'm asking our listeners because God knows I can't do it. Yeah, well, um, how's, a, how's a 30, Sean? It is a regular success because you're a juggernaut. That is a critical success. Phew. Woo. It's not a difficult save, but, you know, but... Right, but it's still roll of another four on the die. Like, come on. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, I, I agree. That's terrible. All right. It is now one of the clay golems turn. It is the clay golem next to Ooh, And here comes a fist. That's a four on the die for a 32. Miss. Thanks, Aya. It's contagious. All right. We're going to do a 10 foot emanation. So just... Ooh, can you please give me a fortitude save? Yeah, big money. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. 18 on the die for a four to five. That is a success. So a second fist comes at your head. That's a 17 on the die for a total of 40. It hits. That's a regular hit, not a crit. So you're going to take 29 points of damage. Minus 16. That is 19 points of bludgeoning and 10 points of negative. Minus 16. Remember, it's 16 from each. I know. So that's no negative and three bludgeoning. Wow. (laughs) 29 becomes three. That's a good conversion right there. Yeah. (laughs) And because you use liberating step, everyone may take two steps. Nice or keep running. (laughs) I see where I am. (laughs) I am going to move back a little bit. Get out of that stank cloud. Dive Sword's going to be the only one who escapes. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Tell her story. Go. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Matt, it is Twin Talent's turn. You are also slowed one, but you are also quickened which negate each other. So you're just you. <laughs> okay. So Twin Talon is going to target the golem directly to his south, his brand is south. 31. Even with it flat-footed, it will miss. No! That's a three on the die. Ugh. Would you like to hero point that? No. Okay. Yeah, it's just a miss, right? It's a miss. I'll save it for a critical miss or me critically failing the fortitude save inevitably from something. All right, so Twin Talon will attack again, probably. Yeah, might as well. Another three for 27. Well, we're we're getting them out of the way now. That is a miss, regular miss. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) We're getting them out of the way. It's it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
We're not nervous. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. It's okay that our damage dealer missed. It's fine. <laughs> Taysani's going to go, and she is going to attack the golem in between her and Ooh. Nice. 37. That'll hit. Yes, Taysani. So the question is, can she actually do damage to it? So 10 damage. Does she have an adamantine beat? No, it's magic, but it's not adamantine. All right. So no damage. Aww. That's what I thought. Boo. Fuck. All right. And Twin Talon is going to back up 15 feet. All right. Matt, please give me a fortitude save. Okie doke. 18 on the die for a 42. Nice. You succeed. Finally. Your tummy rumbles as if you were hungry. But the best thing is I'm no longer slow. That is correct. But you do take two persistent. And if you could make your recovery check. Turns out I cannot. Oh, dear. All right. Well, fair enough. That was a one. Yeah. One on the die. All right. Maybe I should turn off the kill the players mod. Oh, is that what it is? (laughs) (laughs) Lovely. That, That might be a little bit helpful. Christine, it is now your turn. If memory serves, I know I picked up a whole bunch of fun things in the alchemist's lab, and one of them was a greater thunderstone. Three of them actually were greater thunderstones. Uh, thunderstone does elicit sonic damage and sonic splash, so I don't think anybody is, is uh, immune or you know unaffected by that. So I'm going to aim for Skelly Bro over here with uh, uh, a nice loud banging noise. Thunder, thunder, thunderstone. Thunder, 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 thunderstone. And that's where we have to stop or else we'll be sued by Hasbro. <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> All right, I'm just going to attack with a random greater thing and all the damage is appropriate. There we go. Nat 20. Yes. Heck yeah. So there is another side of the die. Apparently. That's what it looks like. All righty. So let's draw my card. That is a crit. Fuck yes. <laughs> Bump or spell. Normal damage and then normal damage again of a random energy type. Roll 1d4. Acid, cold, fire, or electricity. Oh. It's called wild surge. Sure. So sonic damage, it's taken nine sonic. Okay. All right, and that's a four. So it's taking electric damage now. All right. It's taking nine more electric damage. Would those both splash for three each at that point? Yes, but the electric damage doesn't seem to go through. What? Okay, but it will splash this dude down here. Yes, it's immune to electric. Yes, okay. So that'll be six total. And then the Skelly Boy looks like it needs to be make a fortitude save. Ah, uh, yes. There's Skelly Boy. Uh, it's going to be a DC 32. 44. Okay, he's not deaf. Boo. Oh, that's the wrong character. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I rolled the wrong character. 32. Matches exactly. So again, he's not deaf. Oh, no. All right. Well, now I know I definitely won't be throwing around the bottled lightnings. Okay. So that was your second action. Draw and throw. No, because it was a pre-made bomb, I can do that in one action. All right. So you have two more actions. Am I slowed as well? I cannot recall. Yes, you are. Slowed one. So I do have, I have one more action. I made some uh, bottled sunlights this morning. So I'm going to try one of those because they tend to do me well against things I suspect of being undead. And there's the other side of the die. Wow. Natural one. So I rolled a 20 and a one in the same turn. I'm going to hero point that. Why not? All right. Yes. Yes. Give me those delicious hero (laughs) points. All right. That's a 33. That is a hit. 
Yes. So he is going to take 12 positive, 10 fire, and they each splash as well. It's actually 3d4 plus 2, so that's 14 positive. Cool. Yeah, I rolled max damage on something for once. We Because you rolled three fours. Nice. <laughs> and then the fire doesn't look like it goes through. Huh, okay. It does three positive splash, though. So the big dude's immune to electricity and fire? But positive has been working. It hits him, but it doesn't appear to, like, do any damage with both electricity and fire. That is correct. Well, they both get hit with three positive splash as well, so. And that's me. That is you. You take persistent damage as well. All right, let me roll my recovery. So you're going to take three, roll recovery, and then also make a fortitude save. Well, I rolled an 18 on recovery. Nice. So you're no longer untyped damage. She's used to this. This is, this is, this happens a lot. (laughs) No longer have tapeworms. Oh, jeez. Exactly. Is there anything involved with poison with this save? It is not poison. Just making sure. Ooh, 29. That is a failure. Ugh, what happens? You become a fatwagged. (laughs) Fatigued? also known as fatigued. You're tired. You can't summon much energy. You take a minus one status penalty to AC and saving throws. While exploring, you cannot choose an exploration activity. That's not the worst. Oh no. You take 66 damage as well. Oof. What? From what? Uh, can I liberate that? You're taking 21 points of damage. You cannot liberate on this one. And I'll tell you why. Soraya feels her stomach start to eat itself as if she's starving to death. Oh shit. Of course. Those tapeworms are real bad. And I will tell you that 21 points of damage and the fatigue cannot be removed until you satisfy an effect. Do we know what that is? Not yet. Yeah, you got to get the tapeworm food. (laughs) So the trigger for liberating step is an enemy damages, grabs or grapples your ally. Also, what kind of damage is this? It just is 66 damage, 66 damage. It's untyped, I guess. Yeah, it might be untyped. I'm going to look at the book because I'm just looking at the foundry sheet currently. Yeah, because like I have effects that I can use against negative damage, which would make sense if this undead thing is cursing us with its undead curse. Yeah, so there's no type on the damage, but I will let you liberate her somehow. So I will give you back 16 health, but you can't get rid of the fatigued until you satisfy a condition. Hooray. All right, it is now this bearded, red-eyed creature's turn, and it's going to move directly behind Brianna to flank her. That would provoke an attack of opportunity. From? Brianna. Oh, yes, it will. Also, all the terrain around her is uh, difficult terrain. Okay, I definitely have the speed this time. Okay. Thank you, though. Keeping me honest, I appreciate it. If you'd like to take an attack of opportunity, you may. Yeah, she's been keeping an eye on this thing, and it's decided to move. So a 39 on the... Or not the die, good lord, can you imagine? 39 total. <laughs> That'll hit. <laughs> Get him. Take some... I don't know if it all goes through, but I'm just going to give you the total number. 27 points of damage. Is it undead? Yes. Then it takes the disrupting five, and is it evil? Yes. Then it takes the good, so it's going to take everything. Fine. Okay, maybe. So it's going to take 12 and 8 is 20 points of slashing. That goes through. It's going to take the two good damage. That goes through. 
the positive damage, it hits and it looks like it affects him, but it doesn't seem to do any damage. Huh. Really? You really? Well, I will try and figure out what it is in my turn. Oh, oh okay. Okay. All right. So now it moves behind you, putting you off guard, and it's going to bite you. All right. Oh, oh no. Sorry, he was going to do what? <laughs> he broke his teeth. <laughs> I rolled a natural one. He's going to gum you to death. <laughs> this is an unarmed attack. Melee? It's unarmed. It is unarmed. I'll give you the melee, though, because that's a better one for you guys. Oh, thanks. It's called Second Thoughts. You are sickened three. It tried to bite Brianna on, I don't know, one of her, her many metal armor pieces. And just that feeling of biting down on metal. It's just like, mm. It's got fillings. Disgusting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> All right. It's going to try and bite you again. Good luck. Not really. <laughs> oh, my God. Welcome to the club. That is a two on the die for a 24. I guess if everybody's getting twos and fours and stuff, it's not as bad. It just makes the combat last forever. Yeah. That is another critical miss. It is another critical miss, my friend. He's drunk. Oh, my God. Go home, you're drunk. Apparently. Unarmed. You take a minus two circumstance penalty to attack rolls until the end of my next turn. <laughs> well, here comes the third bite. All right. He moved. Oh, that's right. He moved and he bit twice. So that's his turn. You suck. <laughs> uh, all right. Next up is Ooh. I would like to try to get into my Dread Marshal stance again. So I'm going to do this intimidation check and we're going to just see what happens. Intimidation. I'm going to break numbers 33. Oh, you succeed. Hooray. This is a great news. Feel much better about this. Yeah. By one. You succeeded by one. <laughs> All right. But a success is still a success. So congrats. Cool. So now I want to go ahead and strap. Oh, wow. These nat ones are really coming out tonight. They're really showing their ugly side. <laughs> I would like to re-roll because I did get a nat one. Yeah. I'll take your hero point. There you go. Go ahead and re-roll for me. Thanks. No more nat ones, guys. Oh, that's the wrong button. Nope, that was Dan. <laughs> I got so excited about this amazing roll I'm about to have. Fuck! It's a two on the die for a total of 29. 29 will fail, but not crit fail. Okay, so what could be so much more exciting than for me to go in for a second swing and see what happens, you know? <laughs> a six on the die for a 28 total. That is a fail, but not a crit fail. All right, and that is all of my turns. Swing, swing, and a miss. Wow, we all did so good this turn, guys. Yeah. I was just foaming at the mouth. <laughs> oh, all right. Time to change our lucks around here. Not yet. Hold on. Let your guys go first, and then we'll change our luck around. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, I oh, like okay. That. The golem that is facing Brianna is going to just punch. Maybe. We'll see. 15 on the die for a 41 to hit Brianna. Uh, that just hits, yes. All right. Would you like to use your shield block? Yeah. I had my shield up. Might as well. Yeah, especially because it's so good. It has a hardness of 15, so I did 23 damage. Minus 15, so both you and the shield take eight. 
which puts your shield at 98 points left on it. Good lord. <laughs> its break threshold is 60, by the way. That's insane. Ooh, I just killed Brianna. I'm sorry. <laughs> Take it back. Undo it. Well, Haya, the creature behind you, this red-eyed creature, is going to use its reaction. Oh, for fuck's sake. Okay. And it's called... Matt, tell me if you've heard of this one. Opportune backstab. Oh, no. Oh, so reactive murder. Got it. Yeah, like, that doesn't ring a bell. I've heard of reactive murder. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Reactive murder. Well, at least he still has that negative two until the end of his next turn. That's true. Yes, yeah. But he's going to bite. Let me add that negative two on top of everything else. He's at a negative five right now because of the sickened condition as well. Good. That's a 19 on the die for a 44. That'll hit. All right. So let's do some damage. 29 damage. Okay. I'll take it. Can you make a fortitude save for me? You got it. Come on, fortitude. Oh, for fuck's sake. I rolled a, a nat one. No. Do you have any hero points left? Yep. I do not. Then please use my hero point. Oh, thanks, honey. Oh, Matt. Why you gotta take my fun away? Because it would have been bad. Because we look out for each other, okay? <laughs> no undead that does something that requires a fortitude save on a bite is good. Yep. All right, go ahead and reroll. For roleplay purposes, is it like, does it feel sickly? Oh, yeah. Oh, real sickly. Okay. Oh, a two. Fantastic. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. What the fuck is happening? I can't take any more. So that's a what? What is your total? This is important. 28. Take mine. I can't use a hero point on the same die roll. I can only use one at a time. Choose a different die. <laughs> I wish it worked like that. Tell that to Sean. We're doing it digitally. No. All right. Hang on. I just got to write some notes down here. Give me another fortitude save, please. This is for a secondary effect. Oh, God. Come on, Brianna. Wait, I feel like my grade cells are tingling. She had something against like diseases, if memory serves, due to backstory. But I don't think I remember. Uh, how's a 42? That is fine. You are not paralyzed. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, that would have been terrible. Was he gassed or a ghoul? If only you had some actions to figure that out. Yeah, unfortunately, not enough actions. Too many things to kill. I'm writing down notes to remind myself that who has what. And Haya, please feel free to look and see if you have anything against diseases. Yeah, I'm, I'm trying to zoom around this. It's going to be a lot for you to actually beat the save, but... So I think paladins have the option to get a thing that gives them bonuses to disease but I don't know that maybe you didn't take it. Maybe what I'm thinking is Juggernaut instead, because my thing was like, Brianna started out as an NPC, right? She was a NPC for Crimson Throne before this. And spoilers, she was taken ill in book two. And like, it was a big part of her backstory, just like fighting this disease. So for her to get sick from an undead thing, it's like bringing things back for her. Just, uh... <laughs> So what is she feeling? She feels this creature bite into her like shoulder neck area. Okay. And just like, it feels like worms crawling into her skin and burying themselves. <laughs> so now the golem in front of you is going to take another swing at you. 39. Oh, because you have your shield up. All right. And last action, another punch for a 13 on the die for a 29. That would be a critical miss since my shield is up. Okay. 
I will take what I can get at this point in this fight. Right? This is Sneeze. You are slowed one until the end of your next turn. Well, the golem is not Brianna, the golem. So there is a champion feat, which I don't know if you took or not. It gives you a plus one against disease saving throws. And if you roll a success, it becomes a critical success. But that's what it does. The golem behind the golem is just going to stand there. It is (laughs) Knife Sword's turn. Are you going to take three actions to run away? No, 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 no. It's going to take two actions to run away and one to do a magic missile like he does. You know it. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, that does sound good. (laughs) I saved your little green butt. You'd better stay here. (laughs) We need you, bud. (laughs) All right. Why not? I'm going to take an action and do a knowledge check on that little uh, jerk that's behind Brianna. Yeah. That jerk? Yeah. That jerk says... You can either roll religion, dwarven lore, or... Yeah, that's it. Those are the only two. Mm. Well, since I don't have dwarven lore, guess it's going to be religion. No, this is not going to go well. All right. (laughs) I believe in you. I got a 19. Hey! That gives me a 22. You have no clue. Wow. All right. Well, when in doubt, just throw heavy things at it. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to pick up the mine car with my telekinetic bombardment. Okay. And fling it at his head. I'd rather you didn't, but, you know, whatever. Nice. Get him. I'm good with you doing that. All right, go ahead and make your attack roll. I don't have an attack roll. Make your casting roll? Nope. Is it a reflex save? Yes. He just gets to do a reflex save. Oh, okay. It's going to happen, Sean. You can't stop. <laughs> you can just try to get out of the way. That's a 10 on the die for a 39. Oh, which is a success. Which means I take half damage. Yep. Damage is 14d6. 65. Jesus. 65 points of damage halved is 32 points of damage on them. Hey, that's amazing. Yeah. Every little bit helps. That's it. <laughs> All right. Next is the skelly boy. Oh, knife sword takes three points of damage from his persistent untyped damage. And can you roll a recovery check, please? I'm not going to do it, John. Come on, knife sword. Nope, you do not. No, never. I refuse. Heidi. Go. Here comes its bite at you. Boom. That is a five on the die for a 32. Wait, 33 is my AC. So you miss. All right, here comes the next bite. It's an 11 on the die for a 33. All right, you strike. I will liberate. 3d12. So when you use liberate, do you have to pick what effect you're using it on? Whether it's the monster automatically grabs the target until the end of the monster's next turn or the damage, or do they both happen? It happens either way. No, I know, but do you have to pick which one you want them to get the benefit of the portion of it? I would assume, from what I'm understanding from Sean's question, is given that it's liberating step the damage would come off, we can take the 10-foot step, which would prevent the grab. I see what you're saying. Okay, so I guess my question is, since the creature automatically grabs whoever it bites, with liberating step, it reduces the damage or gives them an immediate escape check, or is it both of those? I think it's both. You free an ally from restraint. If the trigger was an ally taking damage, it gains resistance to all damage against the triggering damage equal to two plus your level. The ally can attempt to break free of effects, grabbing, restraining, immobilizing, or paralyzing. They either attempt a new save against one such effect that allows a save or attempt an escape from one effect as a free action. Okay, so it's both. So minus 16. So you're going to take 13 points of damage, Heidi. And 
I need you to make an escape check for me, which is unarmed strike. 33? That is a fail. You are grabbed. All right. Fun. Party! Woo! <laughs> which means you are off guard, immobilized, and grabbed. Yeah. Shit. All right. And that's all it can do because those are its three actions because I missed the first time. Uh, Haya, it is now Brianna's turn. Oh boy, is this thing still on her shoulder? <laughs> Golems to the left of you, creatures behind you, and there you are, stuck in the middle near Ooh. And I still uh, only have two actions. I'm slowed. Yes, for eight more rounds. Fun. So, can I just interject something very quickly? Yes, you may. At level nine, we are beyond level nine, correct? Yes. Great. So there's an additional thing that happens to liberating step at level nine. You punish those who ensnare your allies in bondage. If the triggering enemy was using any effects to make your ally grabbed, restrained, immobilized, or paralyzed when you use liberating step, that enemy takes persistent good damage equal to your charisma modifier. Okay, I will accept that. What is your charisma modifier? Plus four. So four persistent good damage. Jeez, that's a lot. Is that until they let go? No. It's just persistent damage, like any persistent damage. They get the roll or recovery check or whatever. So it could be infinite if they just roll very poorly. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Brianna's going to weigh her options between these two. Um, she is going to take a step, a guarded step. Hello, I do not want to target myself. To her right, which makes her still holding the line here, but not directly being flanked between these two. <laughs> I hope. Yeah, currently you are no longer flanked. So she is going to keep thwacking away this guy in front of her and she'll deal with the seeping wound and the, the person who caused it shortly. All right. Come on, Brianna. Come on, girl. How is a 44? Mm -hmm. There we go. That is a critical hit. What? <laughs> nice. Okay. Very nice. Hell yeah. Because of the status effect on it, it is a critical hit. Nice. Nice. I will draw my card. Carve your initials. Normal damage. What? The target is so humiliated it can do nothing but attack you. Well, at the end of each of its turns, it can attempt a will save to end this effect. This is dumb. Because it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's doing that anyway. Exactly. It's doing it anyway. It's a golem. Click your damage for me real quick. 13. All right. So let's see how much it actually does. So it does 13. Yeah. All right. Uh, now that ooze, you know, immobilized, this golem thinks that's fine and is going to start moving 5, 10, 15, 20. Wait, hang on, Sean. I'm so sorry to interrupt. Do I need to make a recovery check at the end of my turn? Yes, you do, please. Go ahead and make a recovery check. Ah, a four. And you are going to be taking five points of damage from that. I'm also going to roll back because I remembered I was slowed, so I could not have moved. So I'm still being flanked by the two. Oh, OK. Well, this golem that was being flanked by Taysani and Ooh has now moved directly in front of Twin Talon and Soraya. So we're going to roll the D2. Doesn't Ooh get an attack of opportunity? She is grabbed. So? Oh, yeah, you may take an attack of opportunity. Well, shit. I'm so sorry. Then, yes, I would like to take an attack of opportunity here. Got him like a fish. 
I would love to with a total of 45. Hell yeah, come on. 45 will hit and crit. Yeah, come on. Nice. Good job. Yes. All right. Adamantine axe. Yeah, baby. Let's do this. Oh, come on. Uh, Card number 24. This is slashing damage. Crit effect. The target's armor check penalty doubles until the armor is repaired. DC 15. We have a total of 60 on the die. Well, 60 total, not on the die. Sorry, yeah, no, I, there's, yeah, yeah, that one. 60 damage, and when I critically hit with this weapon, the target becomes frightened one. Nice. Also, I don't think that takes into account your aura. It does not, so it's an extra eight. Come on, ooh, hell yeah. It's near death, please take it out. Yes. Come on. Please. Please. And it crumbles into dust. Yes. Oh, okay. yes. Perfect. Yes. That is one creature off the board. One down. Coming in clutch, girl. Fatality. Yes. Beautiful. You're not getting away that fast. <laughs> Next up, because I don't get a turn now, is Twin Talon. I was going to come and beat up Twin Talon and Soraya, but now I can't. Boo. <laughs> Boo indeed. All right, so Twin Talon is going to attack the golem to the south first. Come on. Let's try to get one of these off the board, too. You guys are in better shape than I think you think you are. Hooray. Thank you. <laughs> really? Really, no! Sean, do you think we are? Because <laughs> that's a natural one. I demand he gets a reroll because you said that. Nope. Draw that crit miss card. If I had a hero point, I'd give it to you. Anybody out there got a hero point to spare? Yeah, I got one. I would love it if you would appreciate it. But is he going to give it to you? Take it. Aw, yay. Teamwork. Thank you. All right. 36. 36 will hit. Yes. All right. Oh, thank God I can close one of these sheets. <laughs> All right. So it's 26 piercing, 6 sonic, 4 electricity to the golem, which I think is just 16 piercing. And you also had this marked previously. I did, yes but I didn't hit them last turn. Oh, that's right. So you lost it. So, okay, cool. This never happens. I think that's how it works. <laughs> it's okay, Matt. It happens to all rogues at some point. <laughs> Use hymns. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Not sponsored. But if you wanted to be sponsored, we, we would take it. All right. That was your first action. So for his second action, Twin Talon's going to touch his right forearm and he's going to say, Hawk hunts swift and sure. And you see like this spectral hawk head come over his and then he's going to rear back and he's going to attack the golem one more time. He casts True Strike on himself. Nice. Ooh. Nice. I believe what that does is I roll twice. Roll the attack twice and use the better result. The attack ignores circumstance penalties of the attack roll and any flat check required due to the target being concealed or hidden. All right, so the better of the two was a 39. Hooah. That's a hit. Yes. Let's go. Okay. Now I have the additional 2d6. Seven, so that's 29 plus seven is 36 piercing, so 26 piercing. Yes, come on. Are you sure it is 26? Seven plus 29 is 36. So yes, I'm sure it is 26. All right. If you're sure, the golem in front of you also crumbles. Yes. yes. All right. Yes. Okay. Woo. Yes. Into lazarite dust. Yay. Hell yeah. Making moves, guys. Making moves. And for my last action, I'm going to use battle medicine on Brianna. Oh, thanks, hon. You are welcome. All right. 
Christine, while Matt's treating wounds on Brianna, why don't you start your turn? Alrighty. So the lovely bottled sunlight looked like it. The positive damage worked, but the fire did not. So we're going to try some of the ghost charges I made instead. Ooh. Don't forget, you can always make a recall knowledge religion check to see what happens. Well, I'm going to bank on the fact that positive seems to have been messing this thing up and that we were told we were going to interact with undead nat 20. Okay. Right. Yes. Woo-hoo. Okay. Come on. Alrighty, come on. Let's do it. Let's be something good. Normal damage. The target can't cast spells or activate magic items for 1d4 rounds. Can I ignore that and just do double and stuff? <laughs> I will say you can either do that or you could do... Oh, no. You're not using magic, so I'm going to say you can ignore it and just do double damage. Yes. So, Ghost Charge does 3d8 positive damage. Let's see. The bomb also deals three positive splash, and the target takes damage becomes enfeebled too until the start of my turn. Cool. So, Big Boy is enfeebled. That is awesome. Okay. He's enfeebled too. He's taking 39 positive damage. All right. He's enfeebled too. Not bad. Okay. And three splash, because nobody else is close enough to take it. This is what happens when you try to take Soraya's lover. Doesn't go well. Mm-hmm. Real quick, Matt, you succeeded on your treat wounds. How much did you heal Brianna for? 18 damage. Nice. All right. So that's 18 back to Brianna. Go ahead, Christine. Sorry. That's all righty. I like my, my party members getting healed. Uh, and that works so nice. We'll do it twice. <laughs> uh, it's a 32 to hit Big Skelly Boy. Miss. Damn it! Does he get splashed at least? He does. All right, so we'll take three more positive. Alrighty, I take some persistent damage. Yes, you do. I'm gonna roll it right now. Or oh no, you healed last turn. Remember? Oh, that's right. How does that other thing work? Oh no, you're you're just really hungry. Okay, so the the sixty six is just it happened the once and that's it. Yep, that's it. Okay. All right, it is this creature that bit Brianna. It doesn't like the fact that you got rid of its friend. So I'm just going to have it bite you again. All right. All right. We'd all appreciate it if you didn't. It's a five on the die for a 32. That's a miss, Sean. All right. Then it sees this juicy new target and it's going to bite at Twin Talon for a 26. That's one away from a crit miss. Uh, You're very, very close. All right. Well, it's going to try one more time. That is an eight on the die for a 25. So that's a crit miss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's a crit miss. (laughs) Yes, that's the one. That is an unarmed. Your target gains a plus two circumstance bonus to AC against attacks you make against it until the end of your next turn. All right. Ah, and that's its turn. Heidi. Yeah. It is your turn. You are in this thing's mouth. No. How? Oh, no, you are not. Oh, yeah, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. No, I am not. Yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> well, she's grabbed. Did it try to swallow her? Well, so the grab is from the bite. So I'm saying the bite has her in its mouth. Sexy. How do I get out? So there's a couple things you can do. You can just make a regular attack, but you have to make a DC five flat check first. Okay. Or you can attempt to escape by making a unarmed strike or athletics check against its athletics DC. I'm going to go for that D20 roll for that flat check. Yep. It's DC five, right? Yeah. 
All right, so you made your DC five flat check, so now you can just attack like normal. Nice. Yeah, baby. Wait, 29? We'll miss. I'll poop. Okay. I'm going to attack again, because why not? Yeah, might as well. How about a 31? Okay, make a DC five flat check. Oh, every time? Every time. I'm not a smart lady. No, 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 you're fine. A two. Boo. The jaws are tightening up and pinning your arms in place a little bit. Oh, wait. Okay, that's my turn. Help. You have one more action. One more time, I guess, for that flat check. All right, make your flat check. (laughs) More. The jaws tighten up even more and you still can't move. No. All right, we're going to the top of round six. I think this is one of the longest fights we've had for a while. Not since the quarry, which was another near-death experience. Uh-huh. I'm going to let you guys all uh, start making new characters. So uh, we'll see everyone next week. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Great. Okay, bye. Yay. Hey, artists out there. Any artists want to start... Getting some uh, new artwork ready for us. All right. Thanks. Bye. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Cracked Eye Podcast. Please visit us at crackedeyepodcast.com. Pathfinder 2nd Edition and the Age of Ashes Adventure Path are property of Paizo. Background audio was provided by Sirenscape because epic games deserve epic music. Please visit them at sirenscape.com. Additional background music was provided by Epidemic Sound. Please visit them at epidemicsound.com. The Cracked Eye podcast theme was composed by Angelo DiLoretto. He is forever missed. This episode was edited by Nathan. Please visit them on Twitter at at EditingNate. Finally, thank you to all our patrons for assisting us in breathing life into this production. We do not know where we'd be without them. If you'd like to join our Patreon, please visit patreon.com slash Cracked Eye Podcast. <laughs>